it's a danger hour. Back on Adam. <laughs> I'm your host, James Danger, the dangerous one. Host of the most dangerous podcast, the side of the mighty Mississippi. If you want to be less formal, Jim D. Jimmy D. Jim Danger. Any one of those is perfectly acceptable. Recently, actually today, this guy I work with, his name is also James, but he goes by Jim. He's older than me, and I'm like, at some point, am I going to have to change it to Jim? That's like an older guy name, right? There's no kids named Jim. <laughs> he goes, hey, James, uh, when, you were, when you were young, what'd they call you? I'm like, Jimmy? Uh, that's what I thought. It's like, well, yeah, it's obvious, dickhead. But I, dude, this, there's three James at my work. I'm James. One guy's Jimmy. He's actually an older dude. And one guy's Jim. And that's not because everyone changed their name so no one will get confused. That's just the way it wound up. And I'm happy with that. There's nothing worse than working somewhere and there's like three dudes with the same fucking name, right? Yeah, you know that dude, uh, John. Yeah, John who? The young one. The guy with the beard? No, no, the other John. Oh, the black one. Yeah, that's the one. Why don't you just say Black John? Anyway, I'm just rambling. Speaking of work, something happened to me yesterday's. Something a little interesting, maybe a little exciting, if you will. That's right. I was in a an apartment complex. Don't ask me why, because I won't tell you. Why, James? Uh, you're here? Of course, James, I'm always here. Even when I'm not here, I'm still here in spirit, James. Oh. Don't you hate those old cliches in movies? Well, you know, or TV shows. You know, they're always with you. Even though they're gone, they're always a part of you. They'll live on forever. (laughs) As long as you don't forget, they will live forever. (laughs) I just recently watched The Book of Life with my kids. It's that uh, Dia de los Muertos animated film. Day of the Dead. And there was a, I like, I kind of like, I, I fell asleep, to be honest with you, halfway through. <laughs> but what I saw, I liked. But they, they mentioned the same thing. If you always remember the person, they will never die. They will live forever. The moment you stop remembering their memory, they will no longer exist. So there was a, there was a part of the underworld, whatever you call it, in Mexico life that uh, forgotten people go to. And it's, I think it's like miserable and dark and gloomy. Oh. Um, but yeah, I should probably watch the movie so I see what happens. Huh? Instead of just rambling like a fucking idiot. Oh, wait, I, I'm all over the place tonight. I'm sorry. I've had a lot of coffee. Oh my God, James. Is it black? Of course it's black. Just like Black John with the beard. I like my coffee black. You know what? The other day my wife tried to pull a fast one on me. That's right. She made a, a pot of coffee. Surprising to me because she never does. She's fancy. She uses a Keurig machine. I just want to use a Keurig machine because I only like to drink one cup of coffee at a time. So I usually make a whole fucking pot and keep it in the fridge and have iced coffee. Much like I'm doing this evening. By the way, this is a Thursday, February 25th. <laughs> approximately 6.23 p.m. So anyways, she makes a pot of coffee. I'm surprised. 
And I come home from work the other day. And I was like, great, she already made some coffee. You know what? I'm going to pour myself a cup. And by cup, I mean glass. Because it's iced. So I pour myself some fancy iced coffee, black, like I mentioned. And it was the most disgusting cup of iced coffee homebrew I've ever had. And I'm thinking, hmm, how is this? I use the same ingredients. Why does it taste like shit? Could it be that she used not enough water or maybe too much coffee? Or is that the same? <laughs> Probably. But I'm like, wait a second. Hey, uh, hey, Pookie. Oh, my God, James. You call your wife Pookie? Of course I do. What's wrong with that? It's a term of endearment. I said Al Bundy used to call Peg at times. And hey, if it's cool enough for Al Bundy, then God damn it, it's cool enough for me. So I go, hey, Pookie, this coffee tastes like shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. What did you do differently about it? Well, you know, with it? Nothing. Did you use tap water? I made it like half and half. I was like, why? That's the problem right there. Why? Because I wanted to save the, the good water. I don't want to waste it all because it uses a lot of water to make a pot of coffee. I fucking dumped it out. You know why? Because I deserve the finest when it comes to iced black coffee. <laughs> I dumped it out and made a whole fresh pot with all spring water. That's right. Only the finest for your old pal, Jim D. Jim Danger. No, I'm still James for the meantime until I get old. Oh, uh, shit. I've been all over the place and I forgot where I was. Uh, oh, yeah. So at work yesterday, something exciting happened. <laughs> I was uh, at an apartment complex. And of course, I will not tell you what I was doing there because my job is secret. Secret. Extra top secret. Okay. James, are you saying that you work for the top secret popcorn corporation? No, that's not the top secret I'm talking about. James, are you saying that you work for a, a branch of the secret government agency? And you're doing covert missions, James. Secret covert top, top secret missions, James. Nope, that's not what I'm doing either. Let's just say the top secret I'm referring to is I'm not going to tell you what I do for a living. Oh, that's what you mean, James? Yeah, that's what I mean. So I was in an apartment complex and I wanted to leave. I was done with my work. I was walking back to my, actually, I was walking back to my work vehicle. And I'm exiting the uh, compound gate they've got locked around this place. The, the type of neighborhood is in between shitty and nice. So I'll say just average. With, a, you know, a few questionable characters walking around. So as I'm walking to the gate, I hear, Get the fucking open the door! Open the fucking door! Open the fucking door! Right now, open the fucking... I just, no, I'm like, over and over. I was like, what the hell? So I see that there's a, uh, a Ford uh, Expedition right there at the apron of the driveway about to exit the only entrance and exit into this apartment complex and they're the, the vehicles blocking the whole driveway now i'm walking over there now as i go around the side of the fucking truck suv whatever you call it there's this mexican dude standing on that uh the uh what do you call it there ah come on come on dummy think about it uh running board yeah, he's standing on the, running, on the running board, and he's got his hand on top of like the luggage rack on top of the roof, and he's hanging on, and he's stepping on the, lug, on the, on the uh, running board, and he's like, open the fucking door, you fucking bitch! And he's, he's just yelling at this chick. Now, I'm walking around. He hears the gate close from when I walk out. I'm not quiet about it. Did it on purpose. Maybe this fuckhead would stop, right? 
verbally abusing this woman in public. Of course, who knows what she did. She might have been a cunt and deserved all of it. But hey, dude, even I know, and yes, I have had my share of, uh, oh my God, you will not believe. I've had my share of arguments, boys and girls, with this crazy woman I'm married to. Oh my God, James, you still married her? Well, yeah. She challenges me. Her nickname is actually Hellcat because uh, she's a sweet, sweet woman. But when she wants to, do those claws come out and woo, 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 you know, maybe that's all women. But uh, this one gets fiery, a little firecracker. Uh, anyway, I digress. So yeah, I've had my fair share of this kind of stuff. But at a certain point, you learn to just walk away. You know, clench your teeth, fucking going, son of a bitch, try the fucking shit. I'll, you know, take the walk. You know, you go to a certain point, and if she's not going to open the fucking window, you don't jump on the car, dude. Like a like a like King Kong in the Empire State Building. Open the fucking door, bitch, you fucking bitch. You think that's going to make her open the door, calling her a fucking bitch over and over, dude? Huh? You dummy. So he's just, you know, as the moments go on, he looks at me, doesn't give a fuck. He just keep, it seems like he starts cussing more once he saw me. Maybe he's trying to impress me. Oh, that guy over there, I'm going to impress him by insulting my woman some more. Come on, you fucking bitch. This is my fucking, I need the car, I need the truck, bitch. So he's going on and on. At this point, there's a young kid walking out towards them, about 14 years of age. They're not, like, they, they look at, they have no, give a sh- they don't give a shit that I'm there. You know, no shame. So I, I, I get into my work vehicle, and he's not stopping. He's banging on the window and this and that. Now, like I said, dude, you should have taken the walk of shame because before you jump on the running board, you should just like, all right, look, there's a bunch of people around. I'm not going to make an ass out of myself. She's obviously not going to give in. I'm fucking walking back, and I'm going to punch the pillows of the couch when I get in the fucking room. And on the way back, I'm going to say every cuss word I know about three times. And then you get over it. So I'm like, you know what? Yes, yes. I know you're probably going to judge me. I had to take matters in my own hands. Oh, my God, James. Did you approach the scary Mexican guy? I got out of my car and I walked up to this dude. I grabbed his arm. He never even heard me coming. He turns around and looks me in the eye with a kind of a scared look. But then a look of, wait, what the fuck are you doing? You know? And I say very calmly, hey, Mexican, the lady obviously doesn't want her windows washed, so let's move it along. Oh, my God, James. You did not use the tough guy Hollywood voice. Please, James, tell me that you didn't use a tough guy Hollywood action star voice, James. Please. Please, James, tell me that much. I did. James, tell me you didn't say say a racist slur towards this. This proud young Hispanic man. Oh, okay, before he was a little short Mexican dude, and now he's a proud Hispanic man. No, I didn't say that. I did what anybody would do. I called the police. Oh, my God, James! You snitches get stitches, James. You son of a bitch! You don't do that in the hood! Even I know that, James. Even someone such as myself knows that much. What are you implying? Nothing, James, nothing. Listen, I had to fucking leave. I had places to go and work to do. I didn't have time for this dickhead to carry out the third and final act of his fucking epic play. All right? Hanging on to this broad's <laughs> SUV. I had to get the fuck out. They were blocking everything. Instead of getting involved, 
I don't know. I was hoping, you know, it's a slow day. It's uh, it's early. I thought, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of cops close by because I always see cops on that street. That would be happy to deal with a domestic dispute. So yeah, I called it in. I used my power of authority and I dialed a few numbers. <laughs> 911 emergency, how can I help you? Yeah, I want to report a domestic dispute. There's a guy hanging on an SUV and this lady wants to leave and, and he's banging on her window. What street is he on? So what's the address where you're at? I tell him the address. That's out of our jurisdiction. Let me let me transfer you to West Covina Police. I'm like, fuck it. Are All right. I got someone on the phone saying a d- domestic dispute. Uh, do you cover this part of West Covina? Yes. Okay. I'm going to transfer you to him. Okay, sir. Hello, sir. 911. Can I help you? <laughs> Here we go again. All right. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, and then at this point, I'm talking to the woman describing. She's like, what kind of vehicle is it, sir? I'm like, oh, it's a dark blue uh, Ford Explorer. Oh, no, scratch that. It's an expedition. And at this point, she's asking me another question. And the fucking chick drives off and enters the busy street, which has a 50 mile per hour speed limit, by the way. She just takes off and the guy's hanging out of the car. <laughs> oh, I forgot to fuck. I forgot to mention that the boy that came out, I kind of glossed over that. He came out. He was trying to pull the dude off the, off the uh, SUV. Like to get him to leave, I'm assuming his mother alone. And the guy kept like smacking the kid's arm away from him. So the chick takes off. The dude's hanging on the SUV. And I'm giving my report to a 911 emergency. <laughs> and I'm, while I'm talking calmly, she drives off and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a blue uh, Ford, you know, Explorer. I think, oh, oh my God, he's driving away. He's on the, he's on the SUV. She keeps, she drove off. She drove off. I'm laughing. <laughs> and there goes the boy running after them on the sidewalk. I was like, oh, man, this is the picture perfect family moment, huh? And she's like, sir, what was the, can you describe what the person was wearing? And at, I'm staring at this fucking dude for I don't know how long, and I have no idea what he's wearing. Like, I knew he had a hoodie on. I'm like, God damn, what color was it? I knew he had a hat on. Didn't know what color that was. Didn't know what kind of shoes he had on, if he had shorts or pants. Everything just fucking vanished in my head. I was like, oh, man, I probably should have been paying attention more. <laughs> but anyway, so I left. I got out of there. And the dude was walking back to the apartments. So I guess she got away. That's the moral of the story. If you drive fast enough, ladies, eventually they'll either let go <laughs> or they'll fall off. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some more interesting things that have happened to me recently. That was semi-interesting, James. Sort of anticlimactic. Well, be that as it may. It's a podcast and I got some time to kill. Just kidding. I do it because I love to uh, I love to talk to you guys. That's all. <laughs> some of you guys enjoy this fucking nonsense. So, you know, I, I do it for you. And partly for myself. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh-oh, I recently had surgery, everybody. Oh, my God, James. Are you finally the woman you've always felt like you were? No. It wasn't that kind of surgery. It was oral surgery. Oh my God, James! Can you finally fit it all in your mouth now? No! No. They, uh, let's just say they pulled bones out of my face. Oh my God, James! Instead of someone putting a bone in your face. <laughs> Fuck! You're on a roll tonight. How do you like that, James? How do you like that? All right, well, good job. I just said you're on a roll. Don't ask for too much. 
Noted. So, uh, yeah, I had my wisdom teeth pulled, everybody. That's right. I lost some of my wisdom. And I know what you're thinking. Why did you have your wisdom teeth pulled out, dummy? It's not necessary. Well, some people believe that. I was one of them because I had all four of my wisdom teeth and they all fit. And they looked beautiful. <laughs> they all fit extremely well. So I'm going to be honest with you about something. Now, I was pretty embarrassed to say it. I still am embarrassed, but I feel a little better now after uh, speaking to a handful of different people about having my wisdom teeth pulled out. So here's my secret, everybody. I hadn't been to the dentist in over 10 years. Everybody knows, James, that girls will notice two things about a man. Their shoes and their teeth. So how could you let one of... Th- well, you already wear shitty shoes, James. So how can you let the other thing go, James? Well, I'm married and I don't give a shit. But the thing is, I never had any dental insurance. Okay? And uh, I saw a dentist about 10 years ago and then he gave me some... Fu- you know what? That motherfucker... I've mentioned this before on, the sh- on a previous episode maybe a hundred shows ago, that motherfucker took advantage of me. I was like 19 or 20, uh, maybe a little older. I forget when. And he, he said, I needed, I had, I needed fillings. I had a couple cavities. I'm like, all right. And then he's like, you know what? He, he fucking scared me into doing more dental work than I, than I think I even needed. He tried. Oh man. I know that's what he did. That mother, that motherfucker. And I didn't, I was young and dumb, and I was like, oh, okay, I have insurance now. Okay, uh, do whatever I need to be done. Okay, well, I think it's better if I go in and do this for prevent- preventative maintenance or whatever he called it. So I think he fucked me. Anyway, that shit left a bad taste in my mouth, pun intended. Oh, my God, James. I like bad tastes in my mouth. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I was mad. But then I never had any fucking insurance after that job was over. I moved on from job to job with... You know, shitty job after shitty job with no insurance whatsoever. And so uh, it just never happened. Then I got into a motorcycle accident about 10 years ago. And I fucking wake up in the hospital. This is a, this is a previous uh, entertaining show. <laughs> anyway, so don't ask me what happened because I don't remember. I, I, so I don't know. I woke up in the hospital. I remember riding my fucking motorcycle on a dark street with my buddy at night and uh, we were completely sober <clears throat> if you were wondering next thing you know i'm waking up in general hospital in los angeles california beautiful los angeles california. so and i got my arms tied down to the fucking bed i've got a tube in my throat i'm looking at the ceiling and these uh these lights i don't know where i am or what's going on i hear beep 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 all that shit right and i'm just trying to look around completely fucking shocked about what happened having no idea why i'm where i am one minute I'm somewhere else, next minute I'm here. And like fucking like days have passed. Anyway. So I had this tube in my throat for days. <laughs> They're pumping my lungs for me because my both my or uh, one of my lungs collapsed, maybe both. Because uh my collarbone now yeah, this is all this is all part of the story, folks. So it don't you know, there's a payoff. <laughs> maybe you haven't heard this and it's fascinating to you, my pain <laughs> near death. So short version, get into the accident. Apparently I fly off the bike somehow. My buddy has no idea what happened either. 
I somehow fly off my bike. I'm ejected from the bike. Uh, but don't worry, because I broke my fall with a steel water main, <laughs> which I ran directly into my collarbone. I, I hit so fucking hard, it snapped my collarbone in half. And part of it was pushed down and punctured my lung. So my lung starts filling with blood. And I hit also hit so hard, my full face helmet flew off, right? And there I lay below the water main. And meanwhile, it's fucking dripping water on me now because I made it <laughs> I made it leak. I hit a fucking steel water main so hard that it started leaking. Alright? I'm laying on the ground, my buddy's searching for me. It's dark, he can't see shit. This is like an industrial area. He finds my helmet, thinks my head is in it. Then he finds me a little bit later, calls the paramedics, they come. I'm like making weird noises. Sounds like I'm a rebooting computer, he says. And uh, they take my ass away. In the meantime, someone steals my fucking wallet, one of the ambulance guys. And uh, he tell, they tell my buddy that, you know, I'm going to I'm probably have a concussion. Anyway, long story longer. Now, so he notifies my parents. They think I'm, I have a concussion. Next thing you know, they show up. I'm in surgery for hours. Because they realized uh, someone in the ER lifted up my shirt and saw that I had like a bright fucking spot in my chest, which means I'm bleeding internally. So they drain my, they stick me with a fucking knife and <laughs> a tube, drain me, take me into emergency, <laughs> emergency surgery. Meanwhile, once my collarbone was broken and punctured my lung, it also severed my nerve to my left arm, and I was left paralyzed in my left arm for about a year. This is all fun, right? So yeah, meanwhile, I wake up. That's why there's a tube in my throat. It's keeping my, my lungs going, and they're feeding me intravenously. So for a few days, I'm in the hospital. I'm all fucked up and out of it. About the fourth day, I'm pretty alert. I'm doing all right. And uh, I think I start to eat real food at this point. So my grandfather just shows up, and he brings me some McDonald's. And uh, he's like, hey, mijo, I brought you some food. I take a bite of this cheeseburger. And as soon as I start chewing, my fucking tooth snaps all the way in the back. I got two broken teeth because I guess I hit so fucking hard, I clenched my teeth down. And just the way I did it, I snapped two teeth. But they didn't, they didn't fucking break until I started eating this food. They were just cracked. And I guess I, I never chewed <laughs> for about five days after I got in my... I don't know, it's fucking weird. So, uh, yeah, I had a broken tooth and my nerve was exposed for a while. I mean, oh, it's been a mess. Yeah, well, you know what? I think it broke for a while. And then, like, you know, years later, it broke more and my nerve was exposed. And for a while, I couldn't drink anything cold on that side of my mouth because it would just shoot fucking these crazy intense feelings in, my, in that side. Anyway, I never did anything about it because I never had any insurance. Ever. So this thing just was fucking an open hole in my face. And I was worried because I saw an episode of House that said that you can die if you have like a rotting, <laughs> a rotting tooth. I know this all sounds fucking insanely attractive. And my breath must, must have smelled a lot like my cute little friend here. James, what are you implying? Nothing. But uh, I finally had it taken care of. But besides that, the woman tells me. This, okay, now let's go back to the dentist. I'm like Tarantino. I'm all over the fucking place. But give me some time. I'll get back to it. So I'm in the dentist. And I'm like, 
dreading what she's going to tell me because I know it's going to be fucking bad. So they do all the x-rays with this high-tech, fancy, futuristic equipment because I haven't been step foot in a dentist in a decade. (laughs) I'm like, ooh, ah. They take full uh, x-rays of my mouth. This woman's sitting in this chair. She's like, I'm going to be saying a lot of different things that you're not going to know what I'm talking about, but I'll explain them afterwards. She's like giving fucking submarine missile codes to this other lady. She's writing shit down. Then she goes everything I need. She's like, I, I suggest immediately the first thing we do is remove your wisdom teeth. I'm like, really? All of them? She's like, yeah, one of them is broken. So we might as well just take all of them out because you don't want to have to come back later if you decide to and pay again to have your anesthesia. Uh, and because my insurance that I have now didn't pay for the anesthesia completely. She's like, you might as well do it now because one thing with your wisdom teeth being in there, you can't really get to all of it or clean all of your teeth properly. You can't get too far back there. She's like, some of the instruments I've been using right now, I still can't get a good look because your your teeth fill up like all your gums to the very back of your mouth. So it's going to be impossible to keep it clean. So you might as well just take them out before uh, it results in, you know, some kind of fucking decay or whatever the hell it is. It's like, all right, do it. Take them out. She's like, and besides that, oh, because I questioned it. Like, you know, do, do people need to have their teeth taken out? And she's like, well, it's also a possibility that your roots, which are large in those wisdom teeth, can go back and, and interfere with your nerve that runs through your jaw. And if that's the case, then you got some real problems because you'll have a lot of pain and uh, you could get numb in your fucking jaw. And if, we, if you wait even longer and you're an older guy and we, and we try to take them out then, you might have some possible irreversible nerve damage. And I was like, fuck it. Like, you know, you scared me enough. All right, you talked me into it. Just take them all out. So, now you're all caught up. <laughs> Last Friday, I show up. My appointment's at 1030. I sign in. There's two dudes in there waiting to get their wisdom teeth pulled out. Okay? Because that's when the surgeon is showing up. This place was like a fucking revolving door. While I'm standing or sitting in there, there's another guy in there waiting. Another dude shows up to get his teeth pulled out. Another guy shows up that I actually happen to know from my daughter's soccer team. He's getting his taken out. While we're sitting there, they wheel out some dude who looks like he's been fucking drugged up and tied to a bed for about four weeks. He's all out of it. I'm like, oh, fuck. They wheel him out in a wheelchair. And the guy looks at me. He's like, is that how we're going to look? I was like, Jesus. I don't know. They wheel him outside to the car. Like 15 minutes later, another guy gets wheeled out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this place is a fucking... It's a hot spot. This dude's making a lot of money. And so finally, it's my turn. James. Here we go. And the guy's like, good luck, buddy. I'm like, let's do it. <clears throat> she has me take off all my watch and hat and all that shit. She takes me to the back chair, sits me down. Uh, she hooks up these fucking uh, heart rate, heart monitor sticky things to my chest and my side. Puts on my uh, the blood pressure cuff what's it called <laughs> taking my blood pressure she's going through the whole thing i look up there's an iv bag i thought i was gonna get like the laughing gas but no nah, man they're gonna hook my ass up intravenously and put me down so she's like you have great blood pressure i was like really what's it supposed to be and it was mine was like lower than it's supposed to be or something and uh she's like wow that's impressive like everyone that kept coming in was like, oh, wow. And I was thinking, is is everybody that bad? 
Or do I look like a piece of shit that shouldn't have the blood pressure that I have? Is she probably she's trying to tell me like, dude, you're, you're fucking overweight. Like, I'm not a super fat guy, but I think I could lose about 30 pounds. You know? Actually, I want to lose about 30 pounds. But I think I carry it well because I'm tall. Most people don't say I'm fat, but I, I feel like I'm fat, everybody. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the doctor comes in and uh, he's, he's like, oh, okay. Wow, your heart rate's good. And I, and, uh, I go, what's it supposed to be? He's like, well, let me tell you this. He goes, your heart rate is, is actually very, very good. He's like, I'm actually impressed, to be honest with you. I was like, why? Well, you know, people that come in here, they're, you know, they're nervous about having anything done to them, especially when they get in the room. Their heartbeat starts skyrocketing. And I'm talking like in the high 80s, 90s. He's like, look at yours. It's in the mid 60s. He's like, you're extremely calm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I really don't know why. I was like, you know, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, yeah, I'm very shocked. He goes, especially the closer you get to it happening, it starts increasing, but you're doing like extremely well. I'm like, what's it supposed to be? He goes, well, let me tell you this. Someone just sitting at home, just casually reading a book, their heartbeat will be about in the 70s. I was like, well, then why is mine so low? He's like, well, there's no telling. Everybody is different. For example, like a, a marathon runner or a, or a, or a cyclist, their heartbeat, resting heartbeat, could be like in the 40s. It's just, you know, it, it just all depends on the person. He goes, but you're in, you're in great shape. <laughs> and I wanted to tell him, are you kidding me? I eat like shit recently. I've been, I've been better about it. I'll get to that later. I eat like shit. I've been drinking a lot. I'm in great shape. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you the secret at the end of the show why I believe that all my, all my rates and all that were, and were in great shape. Uh, the statistics were all wonderful for me. I'll tell you the secret at the end of the show. All right? That could be a little uh, a little teaser so you keep listening. What if they just fast forward to the end, James? Uh, well, they could do that, but I believe in the honor system. All right, dude, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this fucking story, shall we? Just rambling. I'm just excited to see you guys. It's been a while. James, you can't see nobody. You know what I mean. All right, so the guy, the, the chick hooks me up, puts the IV in my arm. My heartbeat raises a little bit to like 67. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then it settles back down. And she and the guy, the doctor comes back in. All right, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, in, in a couple minutes, I'm going to come back. I'm going to ask you how you're doing. For the most part, people say, oh, um, you know, I'm feeling a little bit drowsy. And I'll say, good. Uh, see you back in a couple minutes. And, you know, like a minute or two, I'll, I'll ask you again. Hey, how you doing? At that point, they're usually out. He goes, and you'll just wake up, and it's like nothing ever happened. That's how fast it is. And so the dude said that, right? I'm like, all right. And as soon as I said, all right, I remember, then all of a sudden I'm waking up. I never even, I don't remember the guy even asking me, like, hey, how you doing? Nothing, dude. As soon as she put that fucking IV in my arm, like a minute later, I was so mellowed and relaxed and felt so fucking good. It was nuts. So, yeah. I, it was like a, literally a flash, a split second. And the thing is, I wasn't wide awake though. The, the thing I remember feeling was a sensation of I'm coming back, you know, they're bringing me back to a conscious and you're like uh, kind of out of it. And they're, they're like, 
they're touching, they're taking off the pads off my chest and they're kind of like, you know, bumping into you while they're doing stuff. And it felt like, cause I was in that chair, it, dude, it felt like, um, I was in, this is gonna sound stupid. I know. Like I'm in a spaceship fighting, like, you know, <laughs> a space fight. What do you call that? Like a dog fight, you know, with spaceships, like pew, 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 pew. <laughs> all that stuff. Cause you hear all these noise, like, beep, beep, beep. If you hear all that shit, like the heart rate monitor, there's a bunch of different beeps going on. And then the people like kind of bumping into me and taking stuff off me. It felt like I was just getting like, I was a little bit of a uh, uh, turbulence and I was getting shot at. It was fucking crazy, a crazy feeling, but I was into it. I was digging it. Uh, and it was just sick. And then all of a sudden pff, I'm wide awake. I'm like, holy shit, I'm done. That's insane. insane that my whole mouth is numb and so uh now here's i'm gonna skip ahead because the rest doesn't matter but here's the two things that were fucking weird 10 hours later my tongue my lip and my jaw were still super numb and i was scared it's like oh fuck maybe this is what they're talking about the possible nerve damage i was fucking terrified like i can't imagine living my life like this because i couldn't like i ate some food but I couldn't really taste shit. And I, <laughs> I had a cup of noodles because I couldn't chew anything. So I was just swallowing the fucking noodles. <laughs> You're good at swallowing, James. Oh, shut it. Yeah, I was just swallowing noodles. Just <clears throat> But I couldn't taste anything. Finally, dude, like a, I stayed up kind of late that night just watching movies. I think I was watching The Hateful Eight on the black market. I finally fell asleep and I was still a little bit numb, but I woke up feeling totally normal but that shit scared me the other thing that i took away from this experience is you have to question it afterwards you have to maybe you've already thought about it if not you're not a very philosophical person such as myself <laughs> no you gotta what made what it made me think is is that what death is like I mean, they're able to shut off your fucking brain. There's no activity going on. You know? When you enter sleep, you're still in with like that REM bullshit and you still got stuff going on. This is like you're out. Nothing. Zero. It's fucking nuts, dude. Uh, you know, at one point, you do not exist whatsoever. And all of a sudden, you're, you're bounced back into life. Now, you have to think about that. Now, of course, I don't have any de defined beliefs on the matter. If you listen to the show, you know what I believe. <laughs> and if you don't, I'll, I'll, I'll have a follow-up with a little something after this. But uh, <laughs> this just made me realize of the other possibility. I mean, I've always thought about it, but actually experiencing it is something different. You can think about it. Oh, what if there's... <clears throat> What if there's nothing after we die? What if there's just nothing? It's actually sort of comforting, but equally terrifying. Like you want to think that there's something else, right? Like this just can't be it. This is it. And like I said, a part, a part of me is that feels good. Like, all right, done. Nothing else to worry about. You know, it's all over with. But then the other part of me is that's, that's fucking terrifying because it's like, what's all, what's the point? Like, what does anything matter? <laughs> Honestly, what, what, what would anything matter if there was no reason to be alive? You know? 
Yeah, I'm not. I really still don't know how I feel about it. Just that concept of just nothing after you die. It's fucking interesting. Dead. That's it. Over with. It's a very peaceful feeling, actually. Like there's no more. Uh, there's no weight of it after that. It's like you don't gotta worry. It's okay. It's done. <laughs> so let me tell you. I'm sure if you listen to the show, you know, you know. But if you don't, if it's your first time. I'm surprised you got this far, but if, <laughs> but let me tell you what I think happens after you die based on my own experience, because all we can do, of course, is, is go through a life with our own little personal filters that we all have our own perspective and make uh and go with what we really truly believe or what we've experienced, which is not fair because if there is some kind of God or something, it's way beyond what we can ever imagine or experience. So it's kind of even pointless to even try to con- uh, grasp the concept or think about it because we won't be able to really we're just limited to the way we think now but in my experience now i've mentioned this before i think i've even been a little coy about it well you know I joked about it anyway but i've done mushrooms yes those stories i've told you before in the past that was all me it wasn't someone that i knew <laughs> why am i changing my tune now because i don't give a fuck I'm old now, so I guess you can call me Jim. Hey, you're old. Your old pal Jim's going to tell you a story now. So last time I did mushrooms, I did five grams. And it was insane. It was in, I literally lost my mind. Fell off the axis. I did not exist. Uh, everything was fucking... I've had a few experiences, so, but I'm not going to get into the whole thing. But the last one was nuts because basically I went through heaven and hell. Uh, first, I felt the best I've ever felt. I listened to music. I listened, had, had on like Pink Floyd, uh, some Radiohead, but but Pink Floyd really, that's, that's Jesus Christ, it sounds so fucking awesome. And it felt like, oh, actually, uh, Cortez the Killer from Dave Matthews Band. I know what you're thinking. Really, James? Dave Matthews Band? But yes, look up that song, Cortez the Killer. If you like classic rock, you'll fucking dig it. It's awesome. This dude named uh, Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. Uh, Foxtrot Jim. Uh, he, he actually took a listen and he, and, he, and he dug it. So so there you go. At least one other person agreed. But that fucking song, dude, sounded killer. I, if, I, I felt the best I ever felt. Like, think of like your best orgasm and multiply it by 100. That's how I felt. All, my, all over my body. Now, I'm not saying my whole body was coming. I'm saying just the feeling was incredible and, and indescribable. And the music sounded better than you could ever imagine. And it sounded like the fucking band was in the room. All right. And you were just, your eyes are closed and it just seems like they're right in front of you playing. And you can feel, you can embody the guitar player while he's playing the fucking solos. You can feel his emotions as he's playing these different notes. Yeah, I might sound like a fucking hippie or an idiot or, oh man, yeah, man, it's so awesome, man. I'm telling you. It's beyond ridiculous, the, the feeling. Anyway, then I went to hell, which was... Now, when you're on shrooms, the, the whole concept of time disappears. And it, I'm not fucking around. I experienced eternity. I'm telling you. And eternity was looking up and seeing photos of my kids and knowing that they weren't real because all of this shit was nonsense. And life isn't real. <laughs> As you know it, man. 
and just the uh and knowing that I, I just felt like I was stuck in this room I'm sitting in. That's where I was when I did them. And I'm in here forever now because I'm because I found out the truth. And now I can never go back because I know too much. That's how I felt. And it was just a never ending stream of consciousness that kept going over and over. And as soon as I was saying, oh, shit, this is going to last forever. It's never going to end. I'm never going to see my kids again. And then, you know, or I'm never going to experience this or this and that again. It starts all over again. And it was like a nonstop cycle where I thought I was going to go insane. And you just keep reliving everything. It was fucking nuts. If you could imagine, try to imagine that feeling like it never ends and you're in this room and you can never leave. That was it. That was fucking hell. Dude, but you lost your mind. You're in fucking hell. It's over. Then I experienced heaven. Or the concept. And I was showed the truth, okay? The, the meaning, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the inner workings of the universe. I was showed, okay? Something took me by the hand and I left this reality as we know it, this realm, whatever you call it. And I was in a deep fucking void of nothingness. Just think of the vast universe and it has nothing in it, just a complete blackness and nothing. And all of a sudden, this bright, huge orb of white energy was visible and it was just pulsating and just manipulating and, and just it looked like i can compare it to like a ball like the sun like just a ball of energy like the sun no solar flares nothing like that but just constantly manipulating and changing but still staying around and something brought me and i'm not myself i'm just like a con like a i'm, I'm consciousness i'm nothing else nothing more this, whatever it was led me into this orb of energy. And as I'm getting closer, it's getting more and more fucking gigantic. And then I go into, I enter the orb. And all the orb is, is infinite intersecting lines going in every direction. Okay? And in each one of these lines represents a form of consciousness. And as I pass through one of the lines, I'm in a whole different world that you can't even describe because nothing like it exists. Okay. And then next thing you know, I leave that, that world air quotes and I go into another one and now I'm like upside down. It's like that fucking drawing where the hands are drawing itself. We're like, not even that one, the one where there's bridges. And, and uh, if you turn the picture every certain way, there's people walking down different hallways and stairs and all that shit. That's how it was. Every time I entered a different intersecting line, your whole world was reversed and everything was completely different. And I left that with the feeling of, like it's like something told me this is how it is. And yeah, that actually makes all of us God in a sense. Not God as you think, but just God, a God. Like we are all God. Because once we experience this experience that you're living now, you're going to enter a new intersection. You're going you're gonna to go into a whole new experience. Something you can't even fucking fathom because, like I said, our minds are limited, so you can't even think about it. You won't even know it until it's happening. And we kind of created ourselves, I think, in a way. Or maybe someone else is playing with us. Like I had another trip one time where I was uh, with another being, I'm going to say, because I don't know what it was, but I knew it, I was communicating with it. We couldn't, there's no form. There was no uh, vocalization. It was just like uh, telepathy. And we just kept playing with each other, like making a song that 
being would create something, I would create something on top of that, just add different layers. And next thing you knew, we created modern world as we know it. This time I tripped. It was like, okay, I showed you that already. Let me show you some more. And it was like just revealing another part of the fucking puzzle. Like, look, 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 this is what's happening. Don't have pretty much what I'm trying to tell you is after all this babbling, my, my, uh, what I love to believe, what I would love to believe, I'm not saying I do, but I was shown pretty good fucking evidence compared to anything else you've been told or, or seen. People tell you shit, oh yeah, there's a God up there, you know, Jesus Christ, he died for you. You're told all these stories and stuff, right? People are visual, they like to experience things themselves. Fine, believe that if you want to. But what I'm saying is, what I was, what I experienced, yeah, you were just uh, mushrooms, man, you were just stripping. It felt fucking real and this is something that I couldn't come up with on my own. It's too bizarre. But once I was coming back down, I was left with this completely peaceful feeling of just a, a knowing. I fucking knew it. It was realization that have no fear. You don't have to live in fear through this life because whatever happens to you, this is just an experience you're having now and the next one's going to be something completely different and that's what's fucking beautiful about it. It's just going to be a whole... You're going to... It's going to be eternal. There is no heaven or hell. This life could be both. You know, but it, and it's not going to be that long in the grand scheme of things because next thing you know, you're going to be existing a whole nother fucking way. And you no, know, it's not uh, um, reincarnation. It's, it's just a completely different way of existing. Now, I take fucking comfort in that feeling and that thought that this isn't it. You're not going to, oh, I'm going to float up in the clouds and... <laughs> and be in peace forever. No, it's completely different, dude. It's 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 pretty much you are you are God. And you're just going to create a whole new fucking world entirely different from this one. Or maybe it's maybe it's similar. I don't fucking know. Cuz I also had the thought <clears throat> because there's intersecting lines. You know, infinite intersecting lines. That would mean you could even possibly exist the same way. You Everything could be exactly the same, but you could die a different way. You know what I mean? It's just a different fucking reality. And uh, that's where my deja vu thing ties in, my theory. Deja vu is where you left. It's like a checkpoint in a video game where you die and you respawn. So if you have deja vu, it's because you died at that point in a previous life. And now you're going to make a different choice. How about that, everybody? I think that's pretty fucking cool. In that regard, you know, everything you could ever imagine, anything possible. Like this life, I know I'm rambling, but I get excited about this talk. I love this talk. Think about this. Everything in this world, down to the fucking grains of sand, is all a possibility in an infinite possible world. And you happen to exist in this one. Okay? And if that, uh, that theory is correct of infinite universes, right? You've heard that one before. Then that means there are infinite yous existing infinitely. And uh, each time, there's just a little something bit different. It could be anything. You could be married to someone else. You can never get married. And that's a whole life that you experienced. 
And the fucking crazy thing is, if you understand the concept of eternity, you can live every single fucking version of every single possible outcome ever. (laughs) Do you understand that? Any fucking thing you could imagine, anything, you could live that and experience it. And you wouldn't know it because it'll just keep on going forever. And I felt like that was shown to me. And you know what? I'm good with that. I will. Die. I like that better instead of there's just nothing. You know, that's pretty fucking crazy. So uh, there's my two cents. <laughs> hey, James, do you believe in God? That was my answer. All right. I think that's actually saying I believe in God more than I don't. So I'll just leave it at that. I'm sorry, guys. I get really excited about that kind of shit. You know, like stoner talk, if that's what you want to call stoner talk. But uh, questioning existence and all that shit. I fucking love it. All right, let's start, let's start moving on. I got a whole lot of show left. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's do uh, an oldie but a goodie. How about that? Asshole thought or not? The asshole thought or not? Asshole thought or not? All right. Asshole thought or not is a segment in which I produce a scenario and my guest, and I guess I have no guest tonight, so it'd have to be you, Fancy Pants. James, are you talking to me? Yep. Oh my God, I love it. You include me in the show, James. So don't get too excited because it won't last too long. Let me save right, James. Don't ruin this for me. All right, fine. Okay, so uh, like I said, I give you a scenario and uh, my the person that joins me on the show has to make the decision whether or not the subject matter is an asshole or not. <laughs> so uh, here it is. I don't know if you guys have seen this video recently. It's a robot video. This company, uh, I fucking forgot all the details, of course. That's just, that's just so me. I forgot all the details, but they, they've been making these robots and they look pretty goddamn impressive. Um... They they walk up like upright like a human. Now the video uh, shows this one robot walking and is walking through snow, and this fucking thing overcompensates for having bad footing, and so it'll like if it's gonna trip, it'll like make quick steps real quick to recover itself, you know, like we would do. It just gets its footing, and it, you know, it just it's wild to see. Anyway, the part of the video I want to talk about is this fucking guy. So the robot picks up... <laughs> There's a box on the ground and it says 10 pounds on it, right? The robot picks it up. And then I think it puts it down. Then it picks it up and it's, you know, going to put it on a shelf. And it does. It puts it on a shelf. The movement's a little bit rough when it puts it on the shelf, but nevertheless, it picks up the goddamn box and puts it on the shelf. Impressive. So this guy, he's got a hockey stick. The robot picks up a box and the fucking guy immediately... Hits it out of his hand with a hockey stick. And the robot goes to grab it again. And the guy fucking hits it out of the way again. Or, you know, uses the stick and pushes it out of the way. So the robot has to go and get it. Alright? And then... He... Not, <laughs> then he takes it a step further. He pushes the robot. And the robot, like, kind of stumbles backwards. But, but, but gets its footing. And then you're like, Jesus, what the hell is this guy doing? All of a sudden, he pushes the fucking robot again, and it falls down on its back. And you're just like, what a dick. And the robot 
stands itself back up. Now, here's the asshole thought or not. Is this guy an asshole for abusing this this poor defenseless robot? <laughs> because I was like, what the fuck? I got mad. It's like, this guy's a dickhead. My wife is all, why? The robot doesn't have any feelings. It's just a machine. Why do you care? Why, why do you care if he's pushing it or not? He's demonstrating how the robot can can uh, correct the actions or whatever it was. But I was like, no, <laughs> I don't like it. Am I an asshole? Yes, James. Your wife is right. It's just a stupid robot, James. So do you care if the guy pushes it? He made the goddamn robot, James. So he can do whatever he pleases. It's his property. Uh, here's the problem. Here's why it bothers me. And yes, I know. <laughs> I know it's a robot. It doesn't have feelings. But don't you think this is where it fucking starts? This is where it starts, everybody. Oh, yeah. They don't have any feelings. We can do whatever we want to them. Haven't we seen enough movies where we know what happens next? Come on. The robot eventually... We'll be able to have the ability to learn at some point. <laughs> and it's going to uh it's going to evolve at some point. It's like, you know what? This motherfucker keeps pushing me. Logically, I'm picking up this box and I'm trying to get it from this point to that point, but this motherfucker is getting in my way. I know what I should do. Get rid of the problem. Hey, asshole with a hockey stick. Snap, arms broken. <laughs> Oh my God, James, if someone engineers a robot to not have problem-solving skills, James, then the robot will not have those thoughts, James. It's obvious. The robot will do whatever the robot is programmed to do, James. A DVD player just plays DVDs, James. It's not going to learn to not want to play the DVDs and say, wait a minute, why am I just doing what this guy wants and playing DVDs? Why don't I just get up and go do what I want? It's just preposterous, James. Your logic is unacceptable. All right. Yeah, you make a good point. You make a good point. The po my point is, though, if you're going to abuse a robot, don't make it look like a nice, like a little dumpy-looking human. All right? Make it look like a fucking asshole so that we don't care if you push it around. Like, what is? who is someone that everybody fucking hates? Hmm gonna say Kanye West but then uh, everyone seems to hate him at this point but then you might just feed his ego by making a Kanye West robot so I don't like that anymore let's see what could you what does everybody fucking hate that they wouldn't mind seeing abused hmm let's see what does everybody hate how about a, a robot of the DMV <laughs> nobody would mind seeing that thing you push on up oh, I know what about a robot that looks like a transformer, but like a um, a, a derby? What do you call that? Uh, fuck. Demolition derby. Yeah. A demolition derby transformer robot. That way it's like, all right, he's all beat up already. You know, it's part of his style. He likes it. This robot looks kind of like a goofy, like a goofy kind of dude. You feel sorry for it. It looks like he'd be like, why are you doing that? I'm just trying to pick up the box and put it over there. Why, why are you pushing me? Why are you making me fall down? I just, you know, I had sympathy for the robot. 
Yeah, all right, fine. You know, just make your ruling. Obviously, James, you're an asshole because this is the robot. It was designed to do something, and it's doing it. So what if the gang wants to get abused, James? What does it want to get abused? You know what I mean, James. He's demonstrating that no matter what you do, this robot will fulfill its duties, James. It's like it's like an employee that doesn't make breaks, James, or need dental insurance. Oh, fuck you. That was a jab at me. You know what? I don't care what you say if you say I'm an asshole. I'm going to say I'm not an asshole. Surprise, surprise. If you don't want people to feel sorry for this thing, don't make it look like a dopey, like a slow, retarded boy. Ah, you can't say retarded anymore, can you? Don't make it look like a slow, you know, <laughs> a mentally challenged young man. <laughs> or you can make like a, like, a, like a hot chick. Then you can push her down like, hey, bitch, you fucking like that? You like that, don't you, bitch? Mm, yeah, you do. That's sexist. All right. Let's move on. Speaking of robots, there's some fantastic developments in robot, robot, robotery? No. Robotics? That sounds right. <laughs> robotery. <laughs> fantastic breakthroughs. Besides that, there's something fucking insane I saw also in a video. You know what? Speaking of that related note, the Facebook. I don't fucking like Facebook for most reasons, but the reason I love Facebook is for reasons like this. People post videos on there all the time that are so goddamn entertaining or informative that I can't get away from Facebook because of that reason alone. Yes, you have to shovel through tons and tons of bullshit. And this person liked this. This person said this to this person. Yeah, I don't fucking care. What I want to see is cool fucking videos, scientific breakthroughs. That's how I get my news. As soon as something happens... If someone dies, boom, post it immediately. If there's a scientific breakthrough, gravitational waves, boom, post it. It's immediate. That's what I fucking love about the Facebooks. It connects everybody. But what I hate about it is that it connects everybody. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your bullshit fucking problems. So, uh, yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. <sighs> anyway. So this video I saw is someone posted a, um, a, there's like robotic legs. It's fucking insane. And I think it's supposed to help out uh, people with cerebral palsy that can't walk. And so, dude, this, this person's sitting down and it's like, uh, I think the, uh, they had a wheelchair first. And they're strapped into like these bionic legs. And they fucking, it just stands the person right up and they start walking. It's nuts. Nuts. That is fucking sick. That's fucking sick. I love that. There's no problem if you have robotic legs, you know, if you <laughs> but when you have robots lifting things and, and walking around, that's fucking creepy. If you if you got a dude that's in a wheelchair, all of a sudden he can fucking walk. Get the hell out of here. That's beautiful. Beautiful. That's fucking sick, okay? When it comes to robotics, in that sense, in the future, dude, giving someone, restoring their vision, giving someone legs. And I know I, know I made a whole speech about, on the last show about, <laughs> about uh, you know, closing all the hospitals, stop saving people because of, uh, you know, population control. But, I mean, these people, if they just happen to lose their sight, they're still healthy. 
<laughs> no, nah, you know I'm fucking around. Get the hell out of here. But yeah, that, that's incredible. That's exciting. It's exciting to be alive. I recently heard someone ask a stupid question uh, on some TV show. If you could be born in any decade, which one would it be? And I started thinking about that. And right away, I went to the 50s. Because the 50s seemed like, oh, man, hot rods. Music was fucking cool. You know, like uh, all like those diners. It seemed like a cool time to be alive, the 50s. But then I'm like, you know what? Now is pretty fucking cool to be alive. There's a whole bunch of crazy cool shit going on. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of dumb shit going on and really pathetic, gross shit going on. At the same time, it's fucking exciting to be alive right now. Exciting as fuck. Damn. So much crazy stuff on the horizon. And I'm not just talking about superhero movies. <laughs> Although that's, uh, that's something to be excited about as well. All right, next up. Uh, oh, speaking of being <laughs> the gross things to be alive, listen to this, everybody. Uh, this recently came out, I think today or yesterday. Fucking, I'm not political on this show. You know I hate it. I, I'm not political. You can judge me all you want. I lost a friend based on this matter alone. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. If you don't want to listen to the show because I'm not political or because of my political views, that's fine with me. Here's my political views. I don't have any. <laughs> I think it's all a bunch of shit. Anyway, so here's, uh, yeah, I can't get involved. Poli- I'm already an angry person at the core of myself, okay? I've got rage issues. But uh, so if I got into politics, I'd be a fucking angry person, you know, magnified. So I choose not to. I choose to live with my eyes closed for some part. Because, I mean, honestly, I mean, even even if you do listen to all that shit, how much is real anyway? Ugh, don't, don't get me started. All right. So uh, what I recently heard, Trump. Oh, Christ. He's he's all over the fucking headlines. I hope this dude does not win. Uh, just because I'm tired of seeing him and his dumb face. <laughs> so recently, it says that Trump supporters, twenty percent, do not approve of the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> you know that thing that ended slavery? Yeah, that thing. Twenty percent of Trump supporters do not approve of that. They wish there were still slaves. What the fuck is that? What is that? Isn't that, isn't that a sign of a problem? That 20% of this dude's supporters have that belief system? At this point in time, someone has that much of a following that says, yeah, we should still have people work for other, like, or not even work. We should still have people being owned by other people. That makes sense to them in 2016. Wow. Wow. To be honest, dude, and I'm, gonna pro- I'm probably going to sound racist right now uh, with this observation. But yeah, I think about it often. And, you know, I can't help it because it's been shoved in my face my whole fucking life. Racism. I grew up in the 80s and black and white was a song by Michael Jackson. So, And meanwhile, he was black and white. So there you go. There was constantly a fucking issue. And yeah, not just Michael Jackson, but I mean, come on. You can't hide from this. Right now, if you're a kid, it's probably no big deal. But growing up when I did, I mean, it wasn't even that fucking bad. That's my point. It wasn't bad at all when I was growing up, but it was still a fucking issue that you, that you were observing about. I have the thought all the time when I run into a black person or a black woman, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, you know, we, we start having a conversation. We're laughing, joking with each other. 
And yes, dude, I have the self-conscious. Is this fucking racist? I don't know. Send me an email. TheDangerHour at Yahoo.com. Is this racist? I have the thought while I'm talking to this black dude. We're having a good time. We're enjoying each other's conversation. And I'm like, I fucking like this. I like that we're here hanging out. You know, and we're, and we're bullshitting. And there's no fucking, there's no uh, weirdness because we're, you know, you're black and I happen to be half white and half Mexican. <laughs> Is that a racist thought? Because in my, I don't know, dude, in my head, I feel like, like blacks have this stigma all the time that uh, I'm black. So that means you have negative feelings towards me. But like in some kind of like little fantasy thought I have, it's like, oh, wait, look, I'm talking to you just fine. I'm smiling. We're having a great conversation. So you should feel at ease that, you know, I'm fucking cool with you <clears throat> and we're equal. And we're here. We're here having a conversation. Everything's cool. Meanwhile, they probably don't have any of these thoughts in their head. I'm just a fucking psycho. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, it's mostly with black dudes, black people. It doesn't matter. You know? Am I, is that a weird racist thought? I don't know. I'm just being honest. I do think that. Like, oh, hey, like, you happen to be black, but, you know, we're cool. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. You know? <laughs> We're equal. You know, no one thinks they're better than the other. I I genuinely like you. You're fun to talk to. <laughs> I hope you feel the same way. <laughs> oh, boy. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Am I racist? No, I don't know. Am I racist because every time I go to a place and there's only one race? Like, let's just use the example I like using. Like my wife and I would go to a Chinese restaurant and it's all Chinese people except for us. And I feel self-conscious about it. Is that racist? I just don't feel comfortable. I feel like they don't want me there. I think I'm like anti, I'm like the opposite of racist where I feel bad for them. <laughs> like I'm racist against myself. Hey, you shouldn't be here. You're not like us. You know what? I probably shouldn't be here. You're right. Oh, boy. All right. I should probably just stop talking. Talk myself into uh, to negative stuff. Okay. So 20% of Trump supporters think that the emancipation, uh, you know, that, that slavery should still exist. 17% aren't even sure. They don't know. Uh, maybe. Should there be slaves? I'm not really sure if there should. Fucking insane. Insane. I don't know if if uh if the sla if the South did win. I probably I would probably have some slaves. Oh my God, James! There's no way they let you, a mixed piece of shit, own slaves, James. The white people would own you too. But you'd probably be working inside because your skin's lighter. <laughs> oh, I'm racist now. Listen to you. But yeah, I'd totally work inside. I would I wouldn't be working in the fields. Absolutely. No, but I'm half white. I'm more than half white. I'm like 62% white. I did the math one time. That means I could probably own a slave or two. Oh my God, James. I think the ones that are mixed, they don't like even more than the, than the ones that are full. Nah, I don't, I, I don't believe that's true. Is it? <laughs> I would own, okay, fine. I would own slaves, but I'd be like a super cool slave owner. You know, I wouldn't whip them, but I'd be like, hey, if there's people around, like other white people, 
I, I'm going to have to yell at you, you know, and threaten to hurt you, but I'm just fucking around. Okay. As long as we have that understanding. And then once they're gone, I'm like, all right, you guys can relax. But still, you got to pick those seats. You got to pick that cotton though. Okay. The shit's got to be done. But afterwards, you can, you can totally hang out and have fun. The danger hour at yahoo.com. Am I racist? <laughs> I wonder if the I wonder if the South did win. I wonder if slavery would still be around now. Or if there would have been some kind of crazy revolt. Crazy shit, dude. Crazy thoughts. There's and there's infinite thoughts like this. There's a show that I want to watch on the Amazons. It's called uh The Man in the High Is it Man in the High Ca- Castle? It's if the Nazis won World War II, how life would be. I've been meaning to look at it or uh, watch it, but there's too many fucking shows, dude. I'm str- I'm juggling a bunch of them right now, so eventually I'll get to it. But uh, fascinating fucking concept. But uh, yeah, dude. So these Trump assholes, uh, you know what's fucking weird? There's that many people in the country that have that thought. Yeah, slavery should still be around. That's fucking disgusting. Fuck, dude. Anyway, here's another reason why U.S. sucks. Check this out. I don't know if this is true. I saw this uh, another video on the Facebook. There's apparently a movie coming out about this very issue. Did you know the United States government offer illegal immigrants the opportunity, the incentive, will you, that you can join the U.S. military and fight for the United States of America? You can go to war for our country. And then once you come back from your tour... I don't know if you if you're granted citizenship or if they just kind of speed up the process or uh, they put you at the top of the list. I don't know what it is, but uh, that's the deal. So there's a bunch of Mexican dudes signing up. Like, all right, fuck it. That actually doesn't sound like too bad of a deal, honestly. Um, especially if you go out like towards the tail end of the war, where there's not really much shit going on now. We're just kind of like keeping an eye on stuff. From what I can, you know, I don't know anything about life, but that's what I'm assuming is happening now. It's like, so all I got to do is go over there and I uh, carry a gun and walk around. And then like for like a year, come back and I can be a Jewish citizen. Okay, sign me up. Dude, I think I would do it if I'm living in a, in a shitty situation and I want to come to the U.S. And that's a guaranteed way in. I think I would fucking go for it. Get to uh, travel, see some of the world. Yeah, mind you, it's in a fucking war. <laughs> Isn't that what the dudes in World War II left? Get the fuck out of here. Go do something exciting. Anyway. <laughs> I digress once again. So these guys are going out and they're fighting for this country. They're coming back and they're getting deported. The biggest fuck you they can possibly imagine. If that's true, that's, that's, that's nuts. I think, uh, what, what was it? 6% of the military... Or 11%. Uh, I think it's 6% is illegal immigrants. That's what I saw. I don't know if it's true. Like I said, I'm just regurgitating information that I read or saw in this video. Think about that, Arabata. That's fucking nuts. Crazy times. So yeah, next time you're uh, in front of Home Depot, why don't you hand that guy an M16 and tell him to get to work? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, boy. Okay, moving right along. Let's let's talk about some uh, something else that's very important in today's society, and it's a very touchy subject. 
and uh, it should be talked about thoroughly for the sake of all of you. Uh, the 88th Academy Awards, everybody. <laughs> the Oscars. <laughs> oh, boy, the Oscars. Oh, my God, James. That's so gay, and I don't even watch it. Wait, what? Nothing, James. I know, dude. I know. Believe me, I know. I know it's dumb. I know award shows are dumb. I know the concept of these rich cunts handing each other statues and uh, and having <laughs> and kissing each other's asses and going up there and and acting like they just fucking cured AIDS. I know it's very pretentious. It's it's very self-serving, but I still fucking enjoy watching it. I fuck look. I'm a nerd when it comes to movies, dude. I fucking love movies. And believe me, I fucking hate watching it more, probably more than I enjoy watching it. I fucking hate a lot of it. And I think that's part of the charm. I think, you know what? I like being angry at times. And I like rolling my eyes. It's a form of entertainment for myself. I like going, oh, you fucking kidding me? Shut up. That kind of stuff. I love. Oh, my God. The worst part of it is watching the red carpet footage of, oh, my God, who are you wearing? <laughs> That's fabulous. Did you see what she's wearing? She can't pull that off. Oh, my God. It's fucking, re I hate all of it. And the damn the, the banter that the little, <laughs> that the hosts say, or they try to be witty with the fucking actors. You know, it's, it's all so terrible. And I believe, trust me, no one hates it more than I do. But this part of me, it's like a train wreck, dude. I love watching it, you know? And yeah, you might say you can take the same logic and watch the Kardashians, but I can't fucking do it. I can't. I will never watch a Kardashian show. I never have seen one. I pride myself on saying that. I'm never going to see one. But this interests me because it's about movies, and I've always loved fucking movies. Yeah. Everyone's a nerd in some capacity. This is one of the ways I am. Okay? I enjoy film. <laughs> I like all of the fuck. I like all kinds of movies. Okay? I don't like just the ones like some guys I know. Just the, the comedies and the bang bang shoot 'em ups I like a lot of shit. And uh, I, I go, I, I, I dig all this stuff. I love this fucking, this, uh, I like trying to watch all the fucking movies that are nominated. And then watching the Oscars, and I'm like, I know that movie. I saw that one. <laughs> it's sort of like, it's it's sort of like a like a fantasy football type thing, but a little a lot shorter. Where you know you try to win. It's just like a little game to play. That's all it is. Something to have a little fun in life. I like to see all the movies. I like to uh, to try to find, or, you know, try to guess who's gonna win. <laughs> It sounds fucking gay. I know a lot of you are rolling your eyes and judging me, but hey, I like it. So get off my ass about it. I'm not hurting nobody. Just my reputation. So here we go. Here's my, here's my, uh, what do you call it? Predictions. I've seen every nominated movie except for three of them. But because of the black market, I will have my mission accomplished before this Sunday, which is the Oscars. Uh, so there you go. The ones I haven't seen is Carol, Joy, and 45 Years. Um, I've seen all the rest. So 
my my predictions are not going to be <coughs> accurate because I haven't seen three of the fucking movies. So there you go. Here we go. Best picture nominees. Now, I think I'm pretty good at guessing these things. Last year, I'm I'm not fucking around. I think I picked how many how many are there? Like five categories? I think I was like four for five or something like that. I was pretty fucking close. Maybe maybe I actually swept them. I forgot. Here we go. Best picture. It's out of The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Now, some of these, I have no clue why they got nominated at all. To be honest, they do not deserve it, I think. Um, but let's go ahead and I, I'm, I'm going to go with the revenant on this one. And yeah, some of you guys are going to roll your eyes. Really? That snooze fest? Dude, it was fucking sick. But, um, I think if not that room has a fucking good chance. Cause that was a pretty unique movie experience. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything for people. Cause I fucking hate that. I love movies too much to spoil shit for anyone. But, uh, room was a very unique and I thought it was so fucking good. So the Revenant and and Room. I'm gonna go Revenant on this one though. All right. Next up, actor in a leading role: Brian Cranston in Trumbo, Matt Damon in The Martian, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs, Eddie Redmayne, The Danish Girl. Eddie Red Redmayne won last year, I believe. Did he? Yeah, he won for uh for playing uh the cripple. <laughs> Theory of everything. He won last year. God damn, I tell you, man. This guy might take it this year. I just saw that movie last night. The Danish Girl. Woo! Fuck! What a pretty fucking great movie that was. Now, I know I fuck around and uh, I make a lot of jokes. You probably don't take me serious about a lot of stuff. But I'm a fan of film. <laughs> as pretentious as that sounds. I enjoyed it, man. A lot. Uh, it's pretty much... I, you've seen the fucking pr the, the previews, right? Without spoiling anything from the trailer, it's a dude that you know in a nineteen twenties. Um, he becomes a he transitions into a becoming a woman. Wow, great fucking performance! I fucking like the movie a lot. Now it's between him and DiCaprio. The rest, uh, I mean, Fassbender did really great as in Steve Jobs, but I mean. I just, I like watching that dude, but you know, I don't know. It's Steve fucking jobs. Who cares really? <laughs> but Redmayne did a fantastic goddamn performance. So, but DiCaprio, he's got the buzz. Everyone wants him to win. He's been, he's been snubbed too many times. So I don't know. There's that. I think DiCaprio is going to get it, but I think fucking Redmayne probably deserves it more. I think he does. Ah, oh, man, this one's a hard one for me. Redmayne, I think Redmayne did a lot more acting. His acting chops are, are way are way better. But DiCaprio went through. I mean, what would you value more from from an acting standpoint? A dude that just delivers this great fucking performance. You know, um, he could be doing it on a stage, or a dude that that puts himself and his body through such wild conditions. And, and, oh, man, this guy, he, he actually did everything that happened in the movie. He suffered and fucking, you know, was in the freezing cold and laying in an 
animal carcass and eating a fucking raw bison heart or liver, heart, liver. Insane, the shit that he went through for his craft. But then at the other hand, this guy killed it in the fucking performance. I don't know. I'm confused. Well, I'm going to say they're going to give it to DiCaprio this time. Yeah, but Redmayne deserved it. I don't know. Either one. All right, next one. I'm going to go with DiCaprio, though. Official. Let me go uh, first. So Revenant so far and DiCaprio for for uh, leading lead actor. Actress in leading role. Now, I haven't seen three of these fucking movies, and they all happen to be nominating for uh, three of them. So, you know, this is going to be a, a guess for all. Kate Blanchett for Carol. Brie Larson, Room. Jennifer Lawrence, Joy. Charlotte Rampling, never heard of her, 45 years, and, oh boy, Sars Ronan for Brooklyn. She's an Irish girl. That was a decent movie, but it wasn't great. I don't know why they made a big deal about it. Uh, I think Jennifer Lawrence is getting people annoyed, so she's not going to win. Because she's annoying me, goddammit. Kate Blanchett's a fucking animal. She'll probably take it, because I haven't seen the movie. Uh, She's... I think it's going to go to Kate Blanchett, even though I haven't seen three of these movies. That's my pick. Fuck it. Her picture in this little thing looks pretty <laughs> looks pretty good. <laughs> All right. Actress supporting role. This one's hard for me. Christian Bale for The Big Short. Tom Hardy, The Revenant. Mark Ruffalo, Spotlight. Mark Rylance, Bridge of Spies. Sylvester Stallone, Creed. Stallone has no business in this. He, I saw Creed. It was fucking weak. Everyone raved about this fucking movie. It was entertaining, dude. It wasn't great at all. I don't understand, dude. Anyway, sorry. Ugh, this one's tough. Tom Hardy did fucking well, but he mumbled to the whole damn thing. But he's, uh, his presence is always intense. But I think it's going to be Christian Bale. I think it will be. The dude just put... he. He makes like all these little like stutters and ticks and shit with his character. He just kind of got into it. I liked him. I think it might be Christian Bale. Mark Ruffalo. He made these dumb faces through the whole fucking movie. He's actually annoying me. <laughs> he turned into a different person too for this movie, but it was it was annoying. I think Christian Bale might take this one. Fuck dude, Tom Hardy. I don't know. I'm going Christian Bale. For some reason, I feel like that he's not going to win, but I'm, I'm going to pick him anyway. All right, actress in supporting role. Jennifer Jason Lee, The Hateful Eight. Rooney Mara, Carol. Rachel McAdams, Spotlight. Alicia Vikander, The Danish Girl. Kate Winslet, Steve Jobs. I haven't seen Carol again, so I don't know who if Rooney Mara. God damn it. God damn it. You know what? I haven't... <laughs> I'm going to go with Kate Winslet because she was in, she, she, she did great. She had a crazy, like little weird accent. The reason I'm going to go with her, I didn't think she was like amazing or anything, but the reason I'm going to pick her is because I just realized DiCaprio is probably going to win it this year. And that would be the perfect Hollywood story that the Titanic co-stars, you know, that they win together. That's what I'm going to go with. That makes too much sense. <laughs> there you go. I'll go with that. Um, best anime to pick. That's going to be Inside Out for sure. I haven't seen the other three or four, but uh, Inside Out was fucking insane. 
Cinematography. These are all just extras, okay? Cinematography. The Revenant. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Maybe Mad Max. That was pretty... Hmm. Uh, oh, directing. Hmm. Revenant. Okay. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Yeah, that's it. All right. Those are my picks. I'm not very confident with some of these. Actually, most of them. Oh, boy. Oh, fuck it. All right. That's it. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> All right. Let's start closing it out, everybody. With a little segment I like to call, I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's, I fancy that. Fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. All right, here's what I fancy. And this is not a shameless plug, everybody, even though it probably kind of is. No, it's not. I fancy doing Sticks and Stones podcast. How about that? Now, to be completely honest, which I usually am on this show, at, uh, the first, the first uh, handful of episodes were really fucking fun. And then I honestly st- thought that I probably should stop doing the show. And I thought I should uh, take a step away from podcasting. And, you know, you start analyzing your life. Am I really, you know, uh, spending my free time on quality stuff? <laughs> But we, but I stuck it out, obviously. And I gotta tell you, I'm, I've been having a fucking blast doing that shit with those dudes. I've been having a real blast. Uh, the one with Peterson's birthday. Yeah, goddamn. I haven't had so much fun doing a podcast in a long fucking time. That was so fucking fun. Yeah, BG came out. BG means black guy on Sticks and Stones talk. <laughs> That's Peterson's friend from uh, oh, ex friend. He's not gonna talk to him anymore because uh, they don't work together anymore. So there's no point. Nah, so uh, yeah, that dude was fucking cool. But uh, just had a blast. And then the last time we were kind of out of it and tired, but still had fun, dude. I like I like going and seeing those two fags. Oh my god, James, you can't see it anymore. It's offensive. Yes, I can. I actually covered it on the Sticks and Stones podcast. We don't use it to uh, degrade the homosexuals. We say it to mean lame. You know, that's how I grew up in the 90s saying it. Oh, you're a fag. I didn't, you know, you never meant it to be about someone gay. So I'm taking that word back. That's too good of a word to give up. All right, you fags. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I fancy doing Sticks and Stones podcast with my two fags. Lido and Peterson. Son, son, son. It's fun. It's a blast. Uh, the only problem is that Lido, the diva fuck, just like on the Danger Hour before, before I went off my rogue missions, he was always the problem. Oh, I can't do it this weekend. I can't. I gotta work. I gotta do, 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 do. It's always a goddamn. It's always something with that dude, and especially now, in the recent Sticks and Stones podcast episode out today. By the way, we discovered that Lido has in fact become full of himself and snobbish because of his new managerial position. So, uh, yeah, you can check all that out. It's, it's becoming a real issue with his family life. Check that out. Sticksandstonespodcast.com. iTunes. We do a live show on Mixler every other Friday, for the most part. I, I think if you start following the show on Mixler, it'll send you notifications when we go live. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah. 
So there you go. There's a there's a podcast or uh, Facebook dot com slash sticks and stones podcast uh, at sticks and stones podcast on Instagrams, all that shit. Check it out. It's fun. So I fancy that. Second thing I fancy. I mentioned earlier in the show that uh, I want to lose some weight. I have some motivation, everybody. There's nothing like some good motivation for losing some weight. Now my problem is I was starting to drink a whole lot. And it's hard for me to get out of that habit once I start doing it. Uh, there was a point where I didn't drink for five months. That's a whole different story. And maybe I'll cover that at some point in the future. But not now. Um, and I lost some weight. I was in pretty good shape. But then I fell back on that fucking cycle of drinking. And then it starts getting worse and worse. Where I'm like, you know, oh, I'm not going to drink during the week. And next thing you know, I'm having a fucking Taco Tuesday <laughs> at home. Let's have some margaritas. Let's get a bottle of wine. Then it just starts going more and more. So I have uh, I'm, I'm back off the wagon, on the wagon, whatever the goddamn expression is. Because I'm finally, finally, breaking news, everybody. Uh, my wife and I are finally going to take a real vacation together, just me and her. It's never happened. In the 12 years we've been together, all we've done is gone to like Vegas. All right, that's it. Nothing fancy. Um, so finally, I'm going on a vacation with my wife. But James, where are you going? San Francisco. No. <laughs> we're getting on a plane. You can fly to San Francisco, James. Yeah, I know. But we're going somewhere somewhat exotic. I don't know if this counts as exotic. Maybe it doesn't. Tropical. Oh my God, James. Are you going to Cancun's? Or Acapulco's? Uh, no, I thought about it, but I want to come back alive <laughs> and not be shot by a bunch of drug addicts or uh, drug runners. I mean, I was thinking about Acapulco, but I looked it up and it said, yeah, this is, is like the highest murder rate in the world. I'm like, what? Or was it? I forget where I, what the stat was, but, you know, I was like, no, thank you. I've seen Sicarios. I'm not going down south of the borders. So now we're going to Hawaii, my wife and I. I already booked it and everything. It's happening unless life intervenes. Hopefully I didn't just jinx myself. I've never been to Hawaii. And uh, I'm excited about it. But I was like, you know what? We're going to eat better. I'm going to stop drinking. I want to get in some into beach shape. So, <laughs> so hopefully that happens. Look at us. Finally, after all this time, 12 years together, five years of marriage. Gonna go on a little vacation. Isn't that fun and exciting? Um, my plan is to go to the secluded island of Kauai, the one that's less populated, of course. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go to uh, like I want. She wants to go beachy place. I don't. I I don't really care for the beach, but it's like fine. We'll go. Out of all the islands, that one's supposed to be the one with the least amount of people. And it's also supposed to be the one that's the most beautiful. So hopefully it works out and we have a good time. So there you go, everybody. Look at that. What I fancy is Sticks and Stones podcast. And having like a real motivation for 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 eating better. And I mean, it's hard for me to get on board with that shit. I st you know, I oh that's oh, that's what I was gonna bring up too. During my uh, dental my surgery, I think what is a good key factor in my health, 
air quotes with my great cholesterol and, and heart rate and all that shit. Dude, I've been eating an avocado like almost every fucking day. I've been eating a salad every day for work for years, uh, a couple of years. I mean, some days I won't do it. And, you know, for like, you know, obviously not literally every single day. But uh, for the most part, I'll have a salad every day and an avocado with my salad every fucking day. I think that's what's doing it. I think that avocado. I read something about the health benefits recently. It's like, it's insane what this fruit, is it fruit? Yeah, what this fruit does for you. So yeah, dude, every fucking day, avocado with my salad. I think that might be a contributing factor. Contributing factor. So hey, you want to be like me? A goddamn marvel of modern science? Impress some doctors? Eat an avocado. James, do you have any stock in avocado? No, I do not. It's just coming from stock of my heart. Aww. <laughs> so there you go. I fancy Six and Stones podcast, avocados, and uh, not only having a, a motivational plan to get in shape. Oh, the other night I fucking ran. I'm supposed to run to. <clears throat> supposed to run tonight, but I'm doing this fucking show instead. Got a little later than I wanted to. And uh, yeah, look at me turning it all around. And I fancy finally taking a trip, a real vacation with my wife. Look at that. Aw, I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here. We do. Right. All right, the fucking moment. Opposite of fancy, where I get on my soapbox once again and yell, scream, shout, jump up and down, and really get angry again. Everybody, I only like hearing that. <laughs> so here's the fucking moment. Oh boy, fuck you. You ever deal with these people that, you know, in professional aspect, that don't fulfill their obligations? And yeah, I'm sure that's pretty vague. And yeah, I'm sure you also completely understand what I'm saying. For example, the latest fucking fiasco, not really. Just disappointment. I haven't been very satisfied with my gardener. Oh my god, James! You sound like such a snob right now. Yeah, I know that probably sounds. My gardener is not to my satisfaction. <laughs> the dude just seems to be getting lazy. Doesn't edge along the uh, the sidewalk area. It looks like weeds are popping up. It's like, what the fuck, dude? All the grass is dead because of California's drought. You don't have much to do as it is. Like, what the hell? And yeah, you know, it's a corner lot, so there might be more than normal to do. It's still not that much, though. The guy's been slacking off, and I can tell. And I've been paying him, you know? So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to get a new gardener. Plus, have you ever experienced this There'll be a gardener who have that that whole route. Then he'll like sell his business and sell it to a whole different stranger that you don't you don't know. Even though I hardly knew, I I don't know this fucking guy, but he spoke English at least a little bit. Oh no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, but anyway, so he sold it to some new guy. Like the vo- the the invoice goes, you know, send your check to this dude. I'm like, who the fuck is he? What's this address? I've never seen this one before. And then this guy sold it to someone else. And so this last guy, he's not hes not very good. The first guy was the best, and they just keep getting worse and worse. I'm like, dude, fuck this. So I see a, a paper 
that someone walked by and threw a, or hung on my door, but it fell on the ground. I pick it up and it's a gardening. Th- oh no, I take it back. It was this young Mexican kid. I see them all the time stuck in my fucking, my gate, my security gate in the front. Some Mexican kid walks up to me when I'm outside spraying some shit down with a hose and he was like, here, he hands me a paper advertising this gardening service. And now the, the flyer was very well done. Looked good. All the English was properly displayed. It's like, fuck it, I'm going to see what this guy has to offer. I call him up. I'm like, look, man, how much do you charge? He's like, oh, I charge about this. I'm like, I'll tell you what, this is how much I pay. What you, you say you come down, check it out, and see if you want to take over because I'm not, I'm not happy with this guy. Yeah. And first, when, it, when, I, when I call, he's like, buenos dias. I was like, hey, do you speak English? Uh, a little bit. And then as soon as I'm offering him a fucking job, all of a sudden the guy's fluent in English. Oh, hey, how's it going, bro? Yeah, so uh, what do you need? <laughs> it's like, fuck you, man. So anyway, I offered him offered him to take over this job. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, let me, t- let me take a look at it. Uh, I'll come by tomorrow and uh, I'll take a look in the morning first thing. And I'll let you know for sure. And I was like, all right. He goes, oh, just text me the address and I'll text you right back tomorrow. Okay, cool. Thank you. Great. I'm, I'm thinking, all right, fuck yeah. Here's a dude that speaks perfect fucking English. There'll be no translation, you know, nonsense going on. And everything will be great. He never texted me back, never called me, nothing. It's like, dude, what is this shit? You know, I was just a little, a little offended and a little hurt. <laughs> what is it with people? Unless the guy died in <laughs> some freak accident. All right. But if that's not the case, like who doesn't at least, like, oh, you know what? It's not something I can take on. Just lie to me at least, but at least just fucking blow me off with a text, right? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not interested. Sorry. Or that seems like it's too much work. Or you know what? It's out of the way. Just make something up. I tell you, the, the, these days, people don't have the same work ethic. They don't, it's not like it used to be. People had, had, had pride in what they did. And at least they give you the courtesy of lying to you. <laughs> Say, fuck you, flakes. Business flakes. If you want, I don't know. Uh, what do you want from me? <laughs> All right, next up and last one. I know these are weak, cause I, but I haven't been too angry lately. So what do you want from me? Oh, boy. I'm at the point now in my job where I go to work, and when I see someone walking, in, like I'm, I'm just parking my car in the morning, and when I see someone walking into the building, I'm like, ugh, that fucking person. <laughs> I just get instantly annoyed just by looking at someone. Um, I don't know if you, you guys are probably the same way. It's probably the same with every job. But, uh, I, at this point I use, you know, I was cool with everybody. I still am, but now I'm getting to the point where I'm just looking at some of my coworkers. I'm just like, ugh, got to hear his fucking voice and not like shit. He says to me, just hearing him in general <laughs> and, and seeing the way he walks around just annoys me. I don't know what it is, but I, I don't like that. Maybe it's fuck you to myself for feeling that way, but uh, and there's one dude, he he's the kind of guy that puts his nose in everyone's fucking business, not in, uh, not in an obvious way, <clears throat> but it becomes obvious because he'll quite he'll like make little comments, like coming up soon, I'm gonna be entering a new phase of my work schedule, and I'm not sure what's gonna happen. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. And he's like rubbing in my face in a certain way. He's some he's some Chinese guy. And it's always like, oh, James. Oh, so pretty soon you're going to be on this doing this now, huh? It's like, yeah, dick, fuck off. 
But he got a comment about it. And and he'll be like, Oh, I have a I have a I have more work than you. He went and looked up what I had for the day and what he had for the day, and like makes comments about it. It's like, oh well fucking do your job and I'll do mine. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, when I came back yesterday, you were already here. You came in early? It's like, well, if I was finished with what I had. Oh, I had more work. I was out there longer. Like, well, that's what the fuck you want me to tell you? Some days I'm out longer and you're in early. She's like, just worry about yourself, dickhead. Oh, those people. Oh, those people. Oh, and then guess what happened today? Guess what happened to me today? So there's this uh, thing for work where you have, you have so much shit to do throughout the day. And now you have to follow the exact order they give it to you. Yep, we give you this list and you got to go down the list one by one until it's all completed. All right, fine. Even though sometimes it doesn't make sense, I'll do it because that's the rules. Guess what? Today I go down the list and I happened, one of them was a, was a timed, it had to be done by a certain time. And it's not the fucking end of my list. It's like, wait a minute. This is supposed to be done like by between 10 and then 12 p.m. 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. And, and you gave it to me at the end of my fucking list? That doesn't make any sense. So I followed the fucking rules, but now I'm going to get talked to because I didn't meet the required time. What the fuck you want from me? Huh? You want to follow the list or follow the times? I can't do it all. That kind of shit. And I, this guy I'm really cool with, he's like, I'm like, dude, I fucking miss it. Why don't you look ahead? I'm like, why would I look ahead? I'm supposed to go down the goddamn list. All right? Follow the list, you guys say. Stick to the list. There's a whole team of people that were, were paid a lot of money to try to make production more efficient. So you say, stick to the list. It's all been worked out. And now you're saying it's my fault that I didn't, meet that requirement because I didn't pay attention to the fucking lit. Why would I? It's a contradiction of itself. You're supposed to tell me what to do to be more efficient and now I'm fucking missing things because I'm going by what you told me to do. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! I felt good. Fuck you! All right. Wow, that really does feel good. Doing this show does relieve some stress and anxiety from my life. I am going to hear about this thing tomorrow from some hotshot fuck. Oh, here's a paper. If this happens again, this is the fucking... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what's it called? <laughs> the consequence. There, there you go. See, I'm retarded, dude. Ever since my fucking motorcycle accident, the one I talked about earlier tonight, my head got banged up. I forget words. The consequences. Yeah, fuck all that. Stupid. You know what? I take pride in knowing that this is all just a journey I'm experiencing right now. And I'll come back when I, I go in through the intersection of experiences and become something new. Uh, whatever. You can't win, right? Who gives a shit? All right, everybody. Uh, I hope this was somewhat entertaining. Whoa, I went, well, I went pretty long. Uh, and I even cut out a fucking couple things of the show that I had planned to save time. But woo, still went long. All right. Everyone, thanks for joining me on the Dander Hour. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully, all this rambling was somewhat entertaining and it got you through your whatever the fuck you're doing. <laughs> you're driving to work, driving home. Maybe you're at work. Hopefully, I kept your mind off 
some nonsense for a while, and uh, maybe I gave you some food for thought. Maybe I questioned your your existence, and uh, maybe now you can have a whole new outlook on life that will make your life a more positive experience. Or it could send you on a downward spiral, unraveling everything you know and love, and uh, ruin your existence as we know it. <laughs> Either way, just uh, just keep listening until that happens. And as always, stay dangerous, my friends. Later. Later.